Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Coming our way, then one more for Friday. Temperatures this morning, mid-30s to around 40 degrees. Our temperatures will quickly rise into the mid to upper 60s under sunshine. Then on Friday, we'll have additional clouds moving in and a chance of rain late around 10 to 11 p.m. Not going to be much rain, but we'll enjoy Another day around 70 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 49 in Washington brought to you by Mervis Diamond Importers. Mervis means diamonds. For the best quality and value, nobody beats Mervis Diamonds. Check them out. Visit MervisDiamond.com. 12.50. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Thursday morning, November 16th. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early hour, the Senate passes the House's short-term funding bill to avert another government shutdown possibility once again. Capitol Police, meantime, clashing with protesters outside the DNC headquarters in D.C. last night. An area teacher is out of the classroom after allegedly posting anti-Semitic messages online. I'm Mike Marilla. Why a Commonwealth's attorney who trailed by a few hundred votes won't ask for a recount? I'm Scott Gelman. Good morning. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Foti in Washington, where in a sudden and quick outbreak of bipartisanship, both houses of Congress have somewhat surprisingly voted to avoid one of those government shutdown showdowns. Correspondent Jennifer Kuyper reports. In the U.S. Senate. On this vote, the yeas are 87, the nays are 11. The 60-vote threshold having been achieved, the bill is passed. Averting a government shutdown this week, but pushing budget negotiations into early next year. Democratic Senator Patty Murray. Avoiding a shutdown is so very far from mission accomplished. We have a lot of work to do after the dust settles and before the next shutdown deadline comes up. The spending package splits the deadlines for passing full-year appropriations bills into two dates, January 19th for some federal agencies and February 2nd for others. President Biden announces a resumption of direct U.S.-Chinese military communications and following hours of talks with Chinese leader Xi Jinping near San Francisco, Mr. Biden also says, The United States will continue to compete vigorously with the PRC, but will manage that competition responsibly so it doesn't veer into conflict or accidental conflict. And where it's possible, where our interests are coincide, we're going to work together like we did on fentanyl. That's what the world expects of us. Turning to the war in the Middle East, Israeli troops have gone into that hospital in Gaza, continuing to claim it houses Hamas fighters but offering no proof and with very different accounts of what is still going on there. Our correspondent Deborah Pata is trying to sort it out in East Jerusalem. Inside the besieged hospital, civilians seeking refuge and critically ill patients, their presence fueling international calls for a ceasefire, a place of healing turned into a battle zone. And in Washington Wednesday night, protesters calling for a ceasefire in that Israel-Hamas war were confronted by police near Democratic Party headquarters. All did not go smoothly. They say about 150 protesters in all were illegally and violently protesting near the DNC headquarters building. Now, the protesters included people were told from If Not Now and Jewish Voice for Peace calling for a ceasefire in Gaza who say the protests were peaceful. Police say six officers were treated for injuries. Some were pepper sprayed or punched. That's WTOP. 
He's Dean Lane. On the Health Watch, it is time to put down the cigarettes for Thursday's Great American Smokeout. Tobacco expert Thomas Ilioia says it's never too late. As soon as you quit smoking, within minutes you start to see the health benefits in terms of your circulation and your heart rate. The American Cancer Society holds this smokeout every year on the third Thursday of November. Asian and Pacific markets are a bit lower. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the local news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Facts matter. On Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. Working on a You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. My daughter is vegan. My son, well, he eats anything. And my husband and I are trying to eat healthy. That makes it really hard to choose where to eat, which is why the Silver Diner has become our go-to place. They have something for everyone in my family. From Creekstone Black Angus Steak Burgers to an under 600-calorie fresh salmon entree to vegan breakfast options and desserts, Silver Diner is the one thing we can all agree on. And their shakes, too. Silver Diner, much more than a diner. WTOP at 104. Good Thursday morning. It's November 16th, 2023. It'll be partly cloudy. Another cold one by daybreak this morning. Veronica says we're looking at a low in 30s for most of the region. We're at 48 now in Washington. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early 1 a.m. hour ride. Topping the stories we're following for you this morning, recapping as you just heard from CBS News, Capitol Police clashed last night with protesters outside of the Democratic National Committee's headquarters on South Capitol Street in Southeast. Now, they say about 150 protesters in all were illegally and violently protesting at a time near the DNC headquarters building last night. The protesters said to have included people from If Not Now and Jewish Voice for Peace calling for a ceasefire in Gaza who say the protests were peaceful. Police say six officers in all were treated for injury. Some were pepper sprayed or punched. Megan Clark, a reporter with our partners, at 7 News, spoke with protesters at the scene, then joined us on WTOP. Protesters telling us, you know, they still were feeling scratchy throats. They said possibly some kind of pepper spray, maybe even tear gas was used, they thought. Um, some of them saying they could still feel it in their eyes, their throats. Uh, some just shaken up, saying they came to protest for peace and hopes of peace. And they, they really said they did not expect the evening to take a turn toward violence the way that it did. One person was also arrested for assaulting an officer. No word on other arrests at this time. WTOP at 105 Thursday morning. New on WTOP this Thursday, a Montgomery County school teacher is on administrative leave this morning. This after she is accused of posting anti-Semitic messages to Facebook. Sabrina Conn-Williams teaches history as well as diversity, equity and inclusion classes at Tilden Middle School in Rockville. But she's on administrative leave after allegedly posting content that the school system has classified as hurtful and anti-Semitic in nature. I was uh, a bit scared and 
angry. While the school system won't give actual specifics on the post, Emily Prophet, who is among the parents who saw screenshots of alleged Facebook posts made by the teacher making the rounds, says... She's posting things that are akin to, like, a Holocaust denier. She's posting denial of a, a massacre that occurred on October 7th. Without providing details, the school's principal notified parents on Sunday about it, saying the posts were reported to the school system and will be investigated. She also says Tilden strives to be a no-place-for-hate school. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. 106, since the outbreak of the Israel-Hamas war, demonstrators and protests on college campuses have led to the suspension of some student groups, and those actions have raised questions about free speech and its limits. There are limits on free speech, but they're narrow, says Lara Schwartz, who teaches at American University's School of Public Affairs. Those limits center on what would be considered a true threat. So a, a university can set neutral time, place, and manner restrictions about how expression can happen. When it comes to actions taken against a student group for the content of their message, Schwartz says... If they're a public institution, I would say, you know, it seems to me that there's a really strong argument that this violates the student's First Amendment rights. Schwartz, the founding director of AU's program on civic dialogue, adds... The First Amendment is hard. It's very hard to have protection for speech that is repulsive or painful or horrible to many members of the community. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 107. Let's talk politics. Election 2023 on WTOP. More than a week after election night in Virginia, the incumbent Loudoun County Commonwealth's attorney concedes, paving the way for a familiar face to take office come January. Our approach has made our county safer. Loudoun County Commonwealth's attorney, Buda Biberai, says her campaign won't seek a recount in a tight race against challenger Bob Anderson. Outside the courthouse here in Leesburg, she praised her office for helping to reduce crime and make Loudoun County a safe place to live. We modernized the Commonwealth's attorney's office, increasing resources for victims of domestic violence and sexual assault. Biberai trailed Anderson by about 300 votes, but says using taxpayer money for a recount isn't in the community's best interest. Biberai made history as the first woman to be elected as Commonwealth's attorney in Loudoun County in 2019. Anderson was the Commonwealth's attorney here from 1996 to 2003. In a statement, he says he's ready to work to restore transparency to the office. In Leesburg, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Thursday morning, November 16th. Glad you're with us at WTLP. Time now is 108. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, 24-7 guaranteed. Good morning to Ken Berger in the WTLP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everyone. The one slow spot we're seeing on the Capitol Beltway is on the west side outer loop. This is because of the work zone on the approach to Route 66. All lanes to the right are blocked. This is because of road resurfacing operations, along with some road widening work going on out there. Only the far left lane is open and traffic easing coming south of the Leesburg Pike. Once you clear that, you've got another work, another work zone blocks the right lane and then the, and the on and off ramps between the Little River Turnpike and Braddock Road. But traffic Getting by those work zones without any kind of difficulty. 66, both directions at the Roosevelt Bridge. We've got the bridge rehab operations, the left shoulder, left lane closed. That's in both directions. Eastbound 66 at US 29 and Roslyn. Right side blocked because of the bridge work. Also in Roslyn, both directions of 66 near North Scott Street. It's the left lane, left shoulder blocked. Then just the left lane closed eastbound. That's because of the maintenance work between Quinn Street and North Mass Street. Outside the Beltway, 66 East. 
eastbound west of U.S. 50 in Fairfax. Maintenance operations left lane closed. Westbound 66 west of the Princeway and Parkway to just east of U.S. 29 in Gainesville. The road widening work. The right lane is closed. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Early morning temperatures, mid-30s to around 40 degrees. Our skies have been clearing out. Luckily, we've got light winds out there, so we're not wind chilled this morning. We do have a pretty day coming our way with mostly sunny skies. Temperatures will top out in the mid to upper 60s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 48 and holding in our nation's capital. 1 a.m. hour Thursday morning, November 16th. Glad you're with this. Brought to you this time around by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months. No payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Go to longfence.com and check them out. WTOP now at 110 on your Thursday morning, where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past. The Fed's rate cuts appear to be working. Wholesale prices actually fell a half percent in October. Retail sales were down a tenth of a percent last month, but largely from a slowdown in auto sales and less spent on gas. The U.S. Postal Service posted a fiscal year loss of $6.5 billion. First-class mail volume fell to the lowest level since 1968. The Dow finished Wednesday up 165 points. That's a half percent gain. Jeff Clable, WTOP News. Ever have this happen? A stranger comes to your door and they tell you they're doing some work at your neighbor's house. And then they promise a steep discount if you'd like to have them do some work at your home as well. Hi, it's Chris Kaur. Well, why on earth would you use a company you've never heard of to work on your home? Who are they? Will they even be around in a few years? Look, your house is your biggest investment, probably. If you need to replace or repair your roof, call Roofmasters. Roofmasters has been in business for almost 30 years, and with Roofmasters, there are never any hard sells. They'll give you a detailed proposal with photos and measurements and cost options, and then you decide what's right for your home and your budget. As with any work you're having done, remember, always get three estimates. Just make sure one of the three is from Roofmasters. Roofmasters, 301-230-ROOF. That's 301-230-ROOF. Online at Roofmasters.com. Remember, with Roofmasters, the proof is in the roof. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Life's better when we do things together, like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near or with you. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. Learn more at CommuterConnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's CommuterConnections.org. Some restrictions apply. You know how plumbing problems always seem to come up at the worst possible time? Well, you should also know that no matter when a plumbing problem strikes, you can schedule an appointment online at CropMetcalf.com. Save time and schedule online now, and a five-star plumbing technician will be ready to solve any plumbing issue you're having. Visit CropMetcalf.com to schedule at your convenience. And remember, CropMetcalf is the one with five stars. CropMetcalf, home of the five-star technician. Thursday morning, November 16th. Welcome in. If you're just joining us, glad you're with us. Partly cloudy, another cold one. Veronica says by daybreak on your Thursday morning, most of the region should be looking at a low in the 30s, but going up to about 60 again later on today, possibly 65. Depends on how things work themselves out this Thursday. Right now, we're at 48 in our nation's capital. Good morning. 
I'm Dean Lane. Thanks for being in with us. It's 114 this morning on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Question for you this morning. Where do you get your daily news from? According to a recent survey from the Pew Research Center, more and more people seems are turning to TikTok. In fact, almost a third of adults between the ages of 18 and 29 rely on the video sharing platform for their news. This morning, joining our Dimitri Sotis with key takeaways from this study is Eleanor Hawkins, communications strategist and writer at Axios. It has certainly evolved over time. And in fact, since 2020, more than double the amount of people are flocking to the platform to get their news. So we've seen a major increase in the amount of people that are going to news. And, you know, if you zoom out, Roughly half of Americans say they get their news from some sort of social media platform. And TikTok is certainly on the rise, specifically, as you said, for those younger age groups. But I will point out that all age demographics, 18 to 29, all the way up to 65 plus, are increasingly using the app for news gathering. Were we able to learn whether a legitimate news outlet such as Axios, such as WTOP or NBC, which all you know have a presence there, is that the news people are, are uh, consuming or is it maybe somebody with an opinion, somebody who's not, shall we say, a, a professional journalist who's actually putting out so-called news on there? It's a combination. You're seeing a lot of brands, a lot of news organizations flock to the platform, but you're also seeing a lot of user-generated content, kind of man-on-the-ground reporting. And so that is one of the top concerns, is that is the news that people are flocking to credible? Does it follow the same journalistic ethics as traditional media does? And I think that that is a legitimate concern and one that we will see play out over time. I appreciate you saying that. And I quickly wanted to add uh, that there is great value in citizen journalists. I didn't mean to paint everything with a broad brush, but just just so we know, uh, especially because it's not just on TikTok, each of these outlets, X especially, formerly Twitter, so much disinformation and misinformation. Any uh, advice on navigating all that? I would say to always check the source. One interesting fact that I have learned in my research and reporting is that Younger generations treat the comments in the same way that maybe you and I would treat footnotes. So that's really where they go to find the source, to trace the truth. And so we're also seeing a lot of brands, a lot of news organizations show up in the comments and provide a link, provide secondary sources. So there is still a way to trace the narrative and trace the fact, um, but you just have to get a little bit more creative there. And as you pointed out, it's not just across TikTok, it's across Instagram. We're also seeing platforms like LinkedIn and Twitch and Nextdoor gain traction for news sources. So people are are definitely embracing social media and embracing digital platforms to find news. Eleanor Hawkins, communications strategist and writer at Axios on WTLP with our Dimitri Soto. Quick look at the top stories we're following for you this early Thursday morning here on TOP. Breaking, the Senate late last night passes a government funding bill averting the shutdown for now, one more time. President Joe Biden says China has agreed to resume direct military-to-military communication after meeting for nearly four hours on Wednesday this week. New developments in the effort to free hostages in Gaza. More in just minutes. Stay with us here at WTOP. You're listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Life's better when we do things together, like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near or with you. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency. 
for free. Learn more at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. Coming right up on WTOP this half hour after traffic and weather this early morning. There are some new concerns about young kids taking melatonin to sleep. I'm Nick Ainelli. Thursday morning, November 16th. Welcome in. one eighteen. Traffic and weather on the 8s. And when it breaks, Ken Burgers in the WTOP Traffic Center. Starting in the district for the work zone affecting both directions of New York Avenue. It's uh, both ways of Florida Avenue. One lane getting by in this long-term work zone. Also be aware of the lane shift going on. It's the underside of Longfall Plaza for the D.C. Smart Street Lighting Project. Scheduled until about 7 o'clock this morning during the day. The lane shift at Longfall Plaza is on the topside lanes. In Maryland at the Bay Bridge, the eastbound span shut down for overnight maintenance operations. On the westbound span, one lane is open in either direction. The center lane closed as a buffer zone with no major delays between the two shores. 50 clear both sides between the Bay Bridge and the Capitol Beltway on the Capitol Beltway in Maryland. All lanes are open. No reported work zones or accidents to worry about. We do have some work zones going on in various counties to the east of Washington, including in Howard County. The ramp from northbound 29 to Broken Land Parkway, that long-term work zone blocks it. Then 29 southbound between Rouse Boulevard, that's Maryland 175 and Broken Land Parkway, Left lane is closed. 70 westbound past the Marriott'sville Road. It's the right lane that is shut down. In Montgomery County, University Boulevard, just inside the Beltway, that is closed on the southbound direction at Carroll Avenue because of the work zone. Alternating traffic on the northbound side. Outside the Beltway, University Boulevard, between Sligo Creek Parkway to Arcola Drive, it's the right lane that is blocked. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, celebrating all veterans of the armed forces because your service inspires theirs. Our members are the mission inspired or I should say insured by NCUA. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. A cold start here early this morning, but temperatures will warm nicely as we make our way through your Thursday. Mid-30s to around 40 degrees early this morning will be just shy of 70 degrees this afternoon. It is going to be a very pretty day and you'll want to get out and enjoy because we'll only have one more day up around 70 degrees tomorrow before a cooler pattern for the rest of the month. Now, for Today, no rain is expected, but Friday, some showers late, well after sunset. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we are looking at 49 degrees to Pond Circle, 45 Germantown, 49 Annandale. We're at 48 and holding in our nation's capital Thursday morning, November 16th. Brought to you in the 1 a.m. hour on WTOP this morning by Linda Plummer Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Linda Plummer, Heating and Air. Good morning. It's 121 on WTOP. Here's Joe Boy, the FSI Systems Engineering Manager at Palo Alto Networks, on the discussion Transforming Your Enterprise with an AI-Driven Security Platform, sponsored by Palo Alto Networks. AI will definitely be a tool that augments a lot of the you know, lower-level tasks, but then also helps to enable better decisions, help to break down silos, and reduce those silos and bring in more of a collaborative environment. Watch the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Palo Alto Networks. Are you curious if your federal agency is on the path to success with zero trust? At Palo Alto Networks, we offer cutting-edge technology and industry-leading expertise to help you safeguard your government's mission in both civilian and defense operating environments. Palo Alto solutions are designed to protect your agency from evolving cyber threats while accelerating your transition to zero trust. 
Don't leave your agency's security to chance. Visit us at paloaltonetworks.com. Thursday morning, November 16th. Welcome into WTOP. Time now is 122. Glad you're in with us this early morning. This is WTOP News. It was a story that shocked the nation earlier this year. A six-year-old boy shot and injured his teacher at a Virginia elementary. His mother this week, Deisha Taylor, was sentenced to 21 months for using marijuana while owning a gun. Taylor's son took her gun, you may remember, to school back in January and used it to shoot his first grade teacher that day, Abby's Warner. It happened at Richneck Elementary in Newport News. Taylor is also facing a separate sentencing next month for felony child neglect in the case. On Monday alone, locally, Montgomery County's police made 13 different carjacking arrests, all of them teens. Four 15-year-olds, a 16-year-old, and an 18-year-old were all picked up, we're told, in connection with two armed carjackings. The teens were caught after two officers noticed the stolen cars near Georgia and Wayne Avenues in Silver Spring. Another group of teens, 17 and younger, we are told, were arrested in connection to a Kia that had been reported stolen earlier in the day. They were taken into custody after an off-duty Baltimore County police officer spotted the car. Also this morning, a date has now been set, we're being told, in the former Baltimore City State's Attorney's mortgage fraud trial. Marilyn Mosby, you remember, standing trial on January 18th now. Next year, jury selection is set for two days beginning on January 16th. The Baltimore Sun reports the trial is expected to take about three weeks. Now, Mosby is accused, you may remember, of lying to take out tens of thousands of dollars from her city retirement savings account during the COVID pandemic and using that money to purchase two properties in Florida. She's charged with committing mortgage fraud while completing those transactions. Now, the new trial date comes just a week after a federal jury in the case in Greenbelt found the 43-year-old guilty of two counts of perjury connected to those bank withdrawals. On the medical page Thursday morning here on WTOP, any parent knows that when your child is having a tough time sleeping, you probably are too. Well, many reach for melatonin, we're told, to help her kids with good night's rest and getting that sleep that is needed. But researchers are warning this morning that more studies actually need to be done here to help figure out whether or not it's safe for long-term use for kids. A lot of young kids are reportedly on melatonin to help with sleep. A new study published in the journal JAMA Pediatrics surveyed about a 1,000 families and found that roughly 20% of kids ages 5 to 13 had taken melatonin recently and had been taking it for more than a year. That's a long time. It might be too long, says Dr. Gabrina Dixon, a pediatrician with Children's National Hospital in D.C. We do use melatonin as an aid, but that is a short-term use, not necessarily a long-term use. In situations like that, Dixon urges parents to get to the bottom of why their kids are not sleeping and to only give them melatonin if their doctor recommends it. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 125 on your Thursday morning, November 16th. Welcome in and Frankie's turn this morning. Not much pushback by the Wizards as they lose at home to the Dallas Mavericks. 130-117. A comfortable win for the Mavericks who played without one of their stars in Kyrie Irving. Luka Doncic, their big uh, other star, had 26 points for Dallas. Wizards now 2-9 and nine on the year. They go to the Knicks in New York to play on Friday night. NBA is suspending uh, Draymond Green of Golden State for five games for his part in a 